0: Welcome. You have now logged on with Glory Rising, where we discuss God's glory within you. We're so glad you've joined us. And now, your hosts of Glory Rising.
1: All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Glory Rising Radio. This is your host, Loretta. And currently... I am on my own, but others are supposed to be joining me. So when they get here, we'll just let them jump right on in. If, there's, if if you're wanting to join the conversation tonight, please give me a call at 214-431-5032. I'm also on Facebook Live, and you can leave your comments there. Again, we're so glad to have you join us here again on this beautiful Memorial Day. And to all the veterans and the veterans' families, the firefighters, the police officers, to all those who serve our country, we thank you. We thank you for your sacrifices, and that sacrifice doesn't necessarily have to be life or limb, that sacrifice is time with your family. That sacrifice is your own education sometimes, but those are very real sacrifices, and we thank you for them. Tonight, I do plan on sharing, are you sold out to God? And that's one of those topics that a lot of people say, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sold out, I'm sold out, but are you really? Now, I've been, I'm sorry to say, I've been one of those people that in the past I've said, oh, yeah, I'm sold out 100%, 100% to God. And then I found out, no, I wasn't. The first sign of struggle, the first sign of trials or troubles, (laughs) instead of running to God, I ran away from God. I ran to try to... Get help from maybe my husband, maybe my best friend, anybody but God, because I knew what God was going to tell me, and honestly, I didn't want to hear it. So, with that being said, I'm going to outline the life of a very sold out man of God, but he didn't start out that way and one of the things i want to share is if you're sold out for the devil and you're serving him with everything you've got and you have an experience where you meet the lord jesus christ and you decide you're going to serve him you better be as sold out to god as you were to satan and that is the biggest zeal for God, that you can ever have, if you were to, if you weren't ashamed to stand up and say, "Hey, I'm going to the bars. Hey, I'm going to do this or that," you can stand up for God and say, "I'm not ashamed of you, God. I love you, God. And if somebody's going to persecute me because of it, then so be it. I have Andre that has joined me.
2: Yes." So, sorry I'm late, but I'm glad to be here.
1: And is Cindy on her way up?
2: She's in the restaurant. Oh, she's here.
1: She's here. All right. So, Andre, we're going to talk about being sold out to God. Right. And I've already gotten started. Okay. And I started with the question, are you sold out to God 100%? And I I made my confession. I have been in a position where I have honestly said, oh, I'm sold out. But my actions said, no, you're not.
2: Right. Same here. And uh, on that, what you just asked, to to be honest, first thing people want to say to sound religious, oh, I'm sold out. But are you really sold out? So I look at myself not you it's some areas I need to improve and I ask God to give me the wisdom and the ability because I know right from wrong mm-hmm. and you can't lie to him mm-hmm. you can't pretend to him you can't fake him And but if we as human we think we got away with something at church, in front of all our friends, we hallelujah, God love you and everything. Then at home, we talking about everybody, cussing, talking about how work went, and but we supposed to be sold out.
1: My, my favorite thing, and this was to my shame, and I'm going to admit to Roger's shame also, is we would be coming home from church, maybe didn't agree with everything the pastor was saying, so we'd, on our way home, have Rose Pastor for dinner.
2: Been there, done that. And, you and know, that's wrong.
1: And you're right. That is, that is wrong. To be sold out is to say, even if you didn't agree with everything that was said during a sermon, you don't belittle the man of God. You lift him up and say, well, maybe.
2: It wasn't for me.
1: It wasn't for me right. or. Maybe I can sit down and talk to him one-on-one.
2: Find out where he's coming from.
1: And find out why he said what he said. Roger is, is one of the first ones to tell you if he has said something wrong, let him know. He doesn't mind taking correction.
2: Or sitting in church and oh, praise pastors preaching or giving the word. And the first thing, two things, you're either in it or you're bored. If you're in it, because God is speaking to you, or speaking to all, someone in there that can re, you can relate to what He's preaching on, or you feel like it don't relevance to you or relates to you, you think I mean you get bored. I mean like, mm-hmm. uh... service was all right. He was talking about, but you don't know that person sitting by you got saved, mm-hmm. or God answered their question. See that's, that's, And I'm glad you brought that up. It's called selfish. We think it's all about how, well, the preacher didn't preach to me. I didn't receive anything, so he didn't do his job, said, like you said. And, or I didn't get nothing out of it. I was ready to go home. Or I'm thinking about what I'm going to cook while he's preaching.
1: And sometimes that's not so much that it was a message for somebody else. Sometimes it's because... You're not sold out to God.
2: You said because it
1: out. if you're bored in a church service,
2: <laughs> come on with it.
1: It's like that is the Word of God coming to you.
2: You shouldn't while you're bored.
1: Why are you bored? Why is God's Word
2: bored. boring to you? But I, I confess, I've been
1: there. I think a lot of us. I can't say everybody because I can't speak word. for anybody but well, myself. Amen. I know I've been in that position, yeah. and sometimes I get that way because, I. for example, we went for about six weeks to this one church, and every week, same song, different verse, same song, different verse, you know, the preacher kept preaching the same thing over and over and over again for about six weeks straight. And by that last week, it's like, I am so bored, I don't want to go back.
2: Been there, done that.
1: And when I started looking back at those six weeks, there was something new each week. It may have only been a little tiny nugget. Right. But if you're there to receive what God has for you.
2: You're going to receive it.
1: You're never going to be bored.
2: That's good. You're right.
1: And and if it's the same sermon over and over, it's like, what part of it have you not gotten yet? What part is God still working on you about?
3: Hmm.
1: Not for the other person, but for you.
2: And and as you said, he might have started out like he did for those six weeks. But as you analyze and really look back, he said something different each time. But you use so used to the way he pre- started. You weren't really interested in what followed it.
1: You kind of shut it down and, yeah. and didn't didn't listen. So you are so so right on that. Uh, I know Pastor Roy. And I'll be
4: sometimes looking like I'm just going to fall asleep. And all, all of a sudden he'll call your name and ask you whatever. He keeps you going. And that's what pastors need to do. They keep, if you call their name out and ask them about what you're talking about, it's going to wake them up and make them pay attention.
3: Well But that's not that's not the
1: that. the job of the pastor. No. The pastor's job is to bring the word of God. It's your job to come into the house of God With prepared and ready to learn to receive. Not
4: his job, uh, but he know, he he will. He'll call you out if he sees you over there trying to nod and go to sleep, he'll call you out and make you pay more attention, which is what we need to do. is pay attention.
2: You you know, um, thank you Lord. Sunday, church. We can find more reasons to nod off. But if we had to go to work, that's where you even sold out to my, we sold out to that job because mm-hmm. go to work and nod off. Go to work and that boss talking to you and you nod off. Go to work and everybody's trying to do their job and you in the
3: corner.
2: <laughs> <coughs> I mean we all guilty of that, but what I'm saying. But just two to three hours. I'm just gonna leave it at three hours. A oh, week. We're ready to go.
3: hmm
2: Out of, so say twelve hours out of a month that you were at church for them four weeks or whatever. You're not 100 percent sold out. I'm I'm talking about me, because I'm thinking about if it's football season. Guess what I'm thinking about? Game come on at one. All oh, this preacher going oh, and what time he's going to get out? I don't see people get up and walk out. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know why or what, but I have seen it. I done it because I didn't want to miss the kickoff. So no, you're right. We're guilty.
4: That must- should be more important when yeah. going to church kind of takes it back to this um, sermon that Sister Kim gave us about your time with God and how much you pray and she counted in the seconds and minutes and weeks in your life when you get up and face God and and he asked you why should I put you in and you have well I paid 12 hours of my life to you uh, but I watched TV uh, 2 million and 300 and I talked <laughs> on the phone 3 million times and um, I ate five million times, but I, I did. I spent twelve hours uh, of my lifetime praying, or twelve days, or and the time you know goes on. And to God, there's no no time. Mm-hmm. But out of your whole lifetime, what can you? How many times can you say that you pray and give time for God? It's important. I, I pray every day, all day long, and thank Him for everything I'm doing. And thinking, him. He always wants a way for us to get up here no matter what kind of problem. So he must want me to be up here and somebody to hear what I'm saying. We had breaks went out in our car, but we got on fixing time to get up here. I'm saying God, he wants me here. He finds a way to get things done that I need to do to get here.
2: And another thing I hope to the listeners, I'm talking about myself, if you can relate that between you and God. And, and we have to go to church on Sunday morning. Go to work on time. Come Sunday morning, oh, I'm going to sleep another an hour. Well, I'm going to miss praise. I just go to church. We have more reason. Just for three hours. Some churches are out. Oh, man. Monday morning, got to be at work at 8. You're leaving the house at 6.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm going to say? You're leaving your house at 6. Me and her, we sit up on Saturday nights. You know, we play games, talk. If we're going to church in the morning, I wake up at 4 in the morning. Well, I wake up at 4 in the morning and just not going to sleep. Playing games, talking. But when it's time to go, oh, I'm also going to watch it on TV. Cop out. God mm-hmm. say fellowship. Well, I'm going to watch it on TV. Well, I'm going to watch it on the Internet. Well, I'm going to watch it online. But you didn't tell the job you're going to watch it online. I'm going to work from the house. And what I'm saying is not criticizing people because some people can't get up. Some people have other reasons. What I'm saying for me, these areas I got to straighten up. Mm-hmm. Not, not my wife, me. Because if I straighten up as a man of the house and a man of God, I should follow. Or vice versa, I should follow. But it's going to take both of us to say, hey, somebody got to step up. Because one thing i say she done, you know, twice, out, three times that I wasn't here, she showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, she told me, I'm going. And the other time, and you know, well, Andre ain't feeling good, so I'm going or Cindy ain't feeling good, so I'm going to, we stay
4: home.
1: Yes, I remember those days. <laughs>
4: but, <laughs> God, he wants us here. But, he finds but I'm telling God had
2: restored to the point, she don't go, we stopping you. Mm-hmm. I got her. If you trust me, go on about your day. Right. If you trust me, go on and do what I, I sent you out to
1: do. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the one of the things that I had started to address before you two got here was Paul. Before his name was changed to Paul, he was Saul, Mm-hmm. and he honestly was sold out to the devil. One hundred percent he was slaughtering Christ, or he was slaughtering the jews not necessarily the christians, christians yeah. but he would go to the high priest or the the lead, the rabbis and say can i can i slaughter them basically and he was sold out he would persecute anybody
2: women and kids
1: yeah and it didn't matter he would even with um, Stephen the stoning of Stephen he held the jackets of the men who were stoning him. him and so when God got a hold of him and took his vision away from him it's like sometimes the best thing that can happen is not a physical blindness
2: but a spiritual blindness.
1: But a spiritual blindness come over you just so you can see what you are doing. I'm I so had right. I had a period of time back I believe it was two thousand ten where I lost eyesight in one eye. I remembered it. For five years I didn't drive, I mm-hmm. didn't do much of anything. But I wouldn't let the disability define my abilities,
3: uh-huh.
1: but that was the best thing that could happen to me because I had to learn to rely on God for what I needed roger he wasn't did. Roger wasn't always there to take me to this place or that place or someplace else. I would walk if I needed to. Yeah. I had my daughters close by. They would take me. So I had to learn to become dependent on God. And that dependence came in the form of other people. But I still had to rely on God. He provided everything we needed. And we have a coming in. Hello. Thank you for calling Glory Rising Radio. Who do I have tonight?
5: It's Chris Slater. Who is this?
1: Hi there, Chris. This is Loretta. Hey, how you doing? Good looking. I'm doing great. And how are you?
5: Pretty good. Belated Mother's Day to you and your family.
1: Well, thank you.
5: And what's our topic for tonight?
1: Uh, being sold out for God. <laughs> Okay. I hear a chuckle in that voice.
4: Yes, we're talking about (laughs) being sold out to God and how we put other things before God. And we all do it. How we put other things before God. Our jobs, our TV, our telephone. And we might spend four hours a month at church. And one day when we could face God, well, we spent four hours a month at church, but I talked on the phone uh, for four years and hundreds and millions of minutes and watched TV for high but none of it, that time was for God, just some of it. Yeah.
1: Hey, so, what, so what would you like to add to our conversation, Chris? Uh, I don't
5: know what I can add to it, to tell you the truth. <laughs> you know, uh, I just got text from Cindy a while ago and I'm like okay let me see what's the substitute you know oh, uh, sorry. been going through a lot of stuff you know myself as well as other people I just uh don't watch the moon as much as I used to and the thing down in uh, Uvalde kind of throw me behind then I just um, cool. was looking at the moon on my phone and one of the kids I know from TCU got kids other day in the car ready he plays for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh. It just told me a loop. It's what it's been. It's been like uh, I've lost, what, one, two, three, four cousins and an uncle since uh, November.
4: Hmm. You know. As, as we get older, we notice people just kind of fading out in the picture. They're gone. Yeah. And it's like all my yeah. friends, all my aunts and uncles and yeah. things are gone. And I didn't spend yeah. that much time with them either. And it makes me think, why didn't I go see him that family reunion when I was supposed to go? Which reminds yeah. me, we're going to have one coming up. We're going to tell you all about that in a little bit.
5: Yeah. And I'm still going
2: through the thing of me losing my youngest son last year. So, I'm still going through that. You know. And uh, this is Andre uh, Slater. Uh, what, what we was talking about, so out the God, we all, been where you at the lost loved ones and everything, and, you know, at the time, again, that's where you come out, are you sold out to God? Are you sold out to God? Because if it wasn't us, even not completely sold out, but just to trust him and to cry out to him at times when we're going through trials and tribulations, and it's, it's not that he don't love us, but he said he never put nothing on you that you can bear, and he's always with you our problem. We let our human side overcome our spiritual side. We let our
5: spiritual side. Let me explain something to you about that. What you just said. See, I gave my life to Christ a long time ago. I went to church all my life and got away from it. When I got went to visit back home, my whole prospect, perspective changed on everything. You know, I should have been dead three or four times. And every time I open up my eyes, it's a blessing for me. I've lost a lot of people, starting from my mama to my niece to Stephen. grandmother, right. other people, you know. So my my faith does not weather, uh, you know, like you were saying just then. Uh, it tends to get a little stronger. I know what God is doing, you know. It's trying to make me stronger for the next person whenever something happens with them. You know, and that's kind of like what's been going on here lately. Uh, people been leaving here left and right. Some folks you really don't love, just like uh was talking to a guy one day, had a good conversation, 30-40 minutes. Uh, two or three weeks later, I was heading had the West work. I told my grandma outside, My cousin commented on me, and kid. He said, that just drove me out the water. You know, so the only thing I could do was pull it to the side of the road. And ask God what is it gonna take next for people to understand that they cannot abandon you when mm-hmm. things are going that's
2: good. bad with us, You know. That's good what you said. And that's what, uh, huh? That's good what you just what you said, abandoned. Yeah. And
5: that and and that's what we do sometimes. We abandon him like, oh woe with me, watch off or something. You can't look at it like mm-hmm. that. You know, you have to look at the next day experience. And
6: go from there. I've lost a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people in my 69 years, you know. Well, and I didn't know you were 69. And I thought to, you were 16, you know? Coach Slater. This is
5: Nisha. Huh? How you doing? You know, I really don't want to talk to you.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the sentiments are around the world. I'm going to talk to you because I love you till I till love till you. I good. I'm, about I'm, I'm right. good. I thought you said. I'm good. I I know Miss Loretta, the Bible thumper, she'll know the scripture, so I'm gonna piggyback off of that to say um, God uses us to show the devil who he is in the sense of he, it's a story in the Bible where God said, Okay, devil, have your way. You could do everything but kill her.
1: The Book
6: of Job. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, Bible thumpers. So, what I'm basically saying is, that's how I feel at times when I had COVID in ICU. Um, My mom died of COVID at the same time. My brother came out. I said, this is a testament so that we can show who God is in spite of. Amen. And there's so many people who get who get tested, and the first thing they do, their faith crumble. They don't know how to keep the faith. And I'm one of them, because the last three weeks I have been, I have been tested to the point where I said, oh, "Okay, okay, I see what this is. You letting them do everything but kill me. You letting them do everything but kill me because that's all God say. Have your way, and I can promise you, my child will not stray from me. You can test her in every way, but take her life. Yeah. And I love you still. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Huh? I love you. I love you, too, darling. That's
5: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> sweet. I
5: love you. Sometimes yeah. you, I love you know, I like that. You know, I'll tell you what. If you broke down on the highway,
6: I won't just blow up the past by and keep on going. I'm going to talk. <laughs> 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 well, we need to talk. Call me at eight one seven two three zero. 230 You better come get me. I
5: ain't going the I ain't going band- to do that to you. You know,
0: I know, but, you
2: know, I've been down that road. And I hope this is not just the beginning. I mean, the beginning and the end, anytime you want to call, uh, the lines are open. 214-431-5032. And
4: one
2: not cutting you off, but we have to go to commercials by our radio standards. If you want to hold on, you can, or you can call back in in about 10 minutes.
4: Yeah, they're fixing to play a song. We so. gotta
2: go to commercial. Uh
5: oh,
4: okay. All
2: right. So if you wanna hang on, hang on and we'll cook you back in or or you can call back.
5: Uh I wasn't expecting to talk to any you've the I'm in the restroom trying to do
6: my okay. duty. Uh, we'll go ahead and you have a blessed night. <laughs>
4: you picked our show up, thank you for calling in.
1: All right.
2: All right.
6: I
1: saw the
2: guy y'all, boy. Please do. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Uh
1: our for our first song for this evening is going to be The Greatness of Our God by Newsboys.
0: From the Dawn of Creation has been crying out for hope for a hero to save us we long for the supernatural but there is only one god who can save the day so clear the stage prepare the way cause heaven and earth are singing glory hallelujah let the whole world see. Save the day. So clear the stage, prepare the way. Cause heaven and earth are singing. Today's stem tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can Stem. A
4: message
1: from the Ad Council.
2: We are so excited to announce that Andrews Jones Productions has a new TV series coming out called Blocked. Blocked is a suspenseful drama surrounding a young lady named April who is at war with herself and with a cold heart she shatters anyone who tries to mend any brokenness from her past. Life itself has dragged her to hell and back and she's going to make sure that God himself feels her wrath. Blocked is a nail biter as it confronts many societal issues like church culture, molestation, hypocrisy, judgmental friends, and the the turmoil of finding your own identity matter of fact we have entries jones who is the director the producer and the writer of this brand new series in the studio with us today
6: hey everybody it's me entries jones connect with us follow us on all social media platforms facebook ig linkedin and twitter i look forward to connecting with you stay tuned for my new- right
0: you know. fishbowl radio you network know? Jump in
1: and welcome back. Yes, thank you for joining us again. This is Glory Rising Radio, and I am here with most of our team. I have Andre, Cindy, and Nisha joined us. Yay, I'm back. So, And we have been talking about, are you sold out to God? And the biggest example I wanted to use was the example of Paul. How he was persecuting the Jews, the Christians, and he thought nothing of it. It was second nature to him. But yet when God got a hold of him, he was sold out out to God he'd go anywhere God told him to go he would do anything that God wanted him to do he went to
4: all the rulers the rulers rulers, and he went and
1: testified
4: everywhere
2: and and if y'all notice everything when he sold out to God it can happen for us too when you sell out you're gonna feel like you're not wanted nowhere
4: and he was stoned the and people that persecuted he, just like he used to do. The other people. people that he
2: killed and persecuted the Jews. Now he's not wanted by the Romans. Now he, and he was still feared by some Jews. He was still feared by some Christians. How would you feel a man walking used here? Now nobody won't let you in at home. People will t- turn away from you. Really? I mean he was he was not welcome.
1: Well, he wasn't welcome because people were afraid, was of him. afraid of him. They knew, just like us today, you could be.
2: Another caller calling in.
1: Hello, thank you for calling Glory Rising Radio. Who do we have on the phone tonight?
5: The world's best friend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Welcome back, Slater.
5: How are you doing? I apologize for a few minutes ago. You ain't done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: You ain't done nothing wrong. We were just talking about Paul in the Bible. I know uh, how he was transformed from Saul to Paul, and and I made a comment when you we change our ways today, all of us right here, when we sell out to God completely, we're still going to be. Everybody's not going to accept us. Some are going to see the old Andre, the old Cindy. Some people going to see the old Andre. Oh, man, he ain't changed. Or if I was a, a person that bully people, they're going to be still afraid of me. Even though I'm trying to show the new me, they can only see the old me and the legacy that I I created. But well, see, when you create every time
5: I talk to you, I say the same thing. He ain't changed. My wife still. You know, my wife said forty-five dollars. When you get to, it, you change, but you ain't gave it to a yet yeah? You know, I'm just joking. We can never stop to okay.
2: <laughs> But uh, just, but uh, what I was saying is that when
5: you, uh, we have to be the change has to always come from within. That's what that is you.
2: you, know, I was telling my uncle you.
5: today when I was talking to him about how people do the false prophet as far as God and stuff that's concerned. And they don't think they're in trouble, but they are in trouble when they leave this life is what that is, you know. And you have to be careful about some of the stuff that you say and do when you're doing that. I tell people all the time I'm not a sinner and I don't endorse it, but sometimes when you dealing with people and you, like you just say, he ain't never gonna change, he probably has changed. It's probably something you haven't seen him do in so many years, you know, because a lot of people that I've seen here lately that are ministers, they used to be whole mongers and all that other stuff. You see them now, they say, I got the Holy Ghost and throwing the Holy Oil and all that stuff on top of folks' foreheads. I had to look up something like, it. I remember, you used to hear drugs, smoke drugs and just chase the devil out of women. But God changed him. He really and truly did. When you make that change, then you become a whole person for God, is you you
0: know. hmm
3: And you
5: spread, you spread the, the gospel the way you're supposed to and go from there. But you have to sell acquire a few times and get back up. That's what that is. And as long as you keep getting up, God's gonna to continue to send you the way he wants you to go. Oh
3: And I tell you that
5: so you better walk your You know people that are you think they're doing bad, they're not really doing bad. They look like they're doing something bad in your eyesight. But it's that process that God is putting them through to get them back to where he wanted to be at to start off with. Everybody world everybody is not a saint. Because you go out tomorrow and start fussing and cussing folks out. There. Oh, he ain't changed. He really have changed. He ain't, probably ain't using as many cuss words as he used to. He probably used one or two every once in a while, but he's probably to get a point over. That's what I tell you. You know. But you still have God in your heart when you're doing the same, what you're doing. That's what that is. You know, because people tell me, I oh, i changed. I'm a whole lot different than what I used to be. You know, I've been through that.
0: And
5: it's because I've had a lot of good people around me. You know, Roger, you were better. syndic Ron Young, the devil himself. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> you know how he is and he go to church every time and he sings a, a duet in the, in the choir there you go and he sings really good you know when I first heard him or saw him sing I thought like that I do make, make miracles you sure working on that one now that's for sure you
2: <laughs> know but you got to do certain things yeah but when Paul was let's say going through God. Because of his obedience when he changed to Paul, even though the way he was treated, as you read it in there, God still protected him. God still yeah. and when God told him to go, he went. God's not gonna yeah. tell you to do something that's gonna cause destruction. But no. yeah, he still okay. faced he still the persecution that he gave out as Saul, he was getting he powerful. he came some of it came back backlash when he became Paul. I mean oh, yeah. just think walking in the middle of a street walking around people want to stone you people want to kill you people scurdy you yeah. Don't just think about that as well yeah. the way you live now and if you change oh thank you lord when you change it's not continue doing half what you used to do you ain't changed. When you change, when you change, when you change, you change change. all the way. In the back. I thought he had already given it to you.
1: So, you started to say something, Chris? Huh? You had started to say something?
5: My wife was asking me a question.
1: Okay. So, one of the things that I was getting ready to share was when... Paul or Saul was persecuting the Jews and he was converted he'd go around these same people he had been persecuting and it wasn't it wasn't that they didn't want to accept him they were afraid of him because they remembered the old life what he used to do Mm -hmm. and you know the wolf in sheep's clothing—he can look nice and pretty and everything, <laughs> but yeah. then, but then he can turn and take that sheep's clothing off and just be that big bad wolf. And devour. And that's—I'm sure—very much what the people that he was going around were thinking. I'm
6: going go to psychological terms. It's called the art of projection. The art of projection of that wolf in <laughs> sheep's clothing is. When people have a mindset, have you ever seen somebody where they see nothing good in nobody? <laughs> yeah. And it's because listen, of their heart. I, I, listen, I got off the phone with somebody like that the other day. Yeah. And it's, it's called. Uh, and it's, it's,
5: I had to remind them of the person that they were and the person they were talking to. I had to remind them, Just started, not this year, this started back when these kids were really small. Is what
6: that is. So their perception of you is totally different. What Look, that is. Anyway. The thing is, is that and when people, when people are, when they see that you've changed, you got to think about it. People, the Bible says, "So a man, mm-hmm. what is it like when it is your heart? So is a man' heart is he? Who is he? Right? So was if, in your heart, whatever in your heart, that's who you are. So if I've changed, and you don't believe in changing." Then it's nothing that I can do. You're going to keep reminding me of where you are. Not where I'm at. You're going to keep trying to bring me back to where you are. Because you're not doing any better. So the wolf in sheep clothing is. I'm going to reveal who I am. Because I have a friend. I kid you not. He thinks there's no such thing as good relationships. You want to know why? Because he have cheated a lot. He have did intimate things with with his girlfriend's friends or everything. Uh. So. When you feel, when whoever you are, you're going to project that on people. So if I've changed and you haven't, that's what you're going to get. You're going, you're going to get people that can't see any good in you because they see no good in themselves. And they don't think it's possible a to mon- ju- I
5: was a whole monger at one time. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, you ain't got to tell. That's been people's perception of me for a pretty good while. It's still now, my me, perception of me. He ain't did no good. He ain't did anything but i have changed i've changed quite a bit he has. He's
0: been
5: you know when you get tired of it and the lord allows you to do certain things to get away from them. that's what you do my i was able when i started playing football and started coaching football, my whole perspective changed as far as it go. you know and a lot of people like you say they do the sheep clothing stuff and you can't do that when people already know what your perception is that's what that is that yeah, wants to bring you to
4: something Chris Slater, no. that is in the Bible. H- how you judge people is how you'll be judged. And so yeah. that's a lot of people judging people that shouldn't be judging them. And if you do see something wrong in them, you should pray for them and try to encourage them to bring the good yeah. out in them. And instead of trying to take them back yeah. down the dark road, bring them up. Lift them up. You're doing good. Keep going. Yeah. I need to.
2: I would like to ask
4: all you know, how many
5: people? You know how many people that walked up to me here within the last uh, three or four years you used to tell me used to hate me when I was to coach football? And I used to tell them other reasons for that. I had to bring out the good in you uh, compared to the bad you were doing as far as stuff like that's concerned.
3: Yeah. Oh,
5: man, I know what you're talking about now. Okay, well, You got to live it the same way I live it, you know. And uh, your perspective will definitely change as far as that goes. Well, you know, and I welcome them when they come and tell me, man, you changed my life. Did I really? It's what understand. I tell them all the time. That's what the whole thing, as far as my perception of people is concerned with the football. You want to incorporate the player, but you want to incorporate the family, too. Once you incorporate the family, then everything else will
2: fall into place. Well, I, got you know? a, I got a question so, I'd like to ask you. Why uh, is I mean, uh, on my mind, if I forget? We've been talking about are we sold out to God. How do how do you get so? What will it take to sell out to God? I'm asking that question. What is the, what will it take? And every one of us sitting here got a different be, before
1: you can ask that question, what does it mean to be sold out to God? Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean we've always been talking for two weeks, going two weeks, always sold out. And we didn't hear everybody really well, no, or, well yes and no. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, what will it I, take? What will it the first take?
4: first commandment. Let's say it again, Mr. President. <laughs> What's the first commandment? I think no. that
2: you have to sell out your soul
5: to the devil in order to sell out to God, what God is concerned. Mm. You have to be doing wrong and don't want to change your way. Because the grass is not always green on the other side like you think it is. Is what that is. If you're doing something bad and you get caught and you get caught but you still get away with it sooner or later it's going to catch up with you when that final analysis is done you know so yeah uh that's a that's a good question you know and a lot of people probably can't answer it uh not as truthfully as they want to but uh god makes you win in your way sooner or later he has a way of bringing you back to that place he wants you to start at in order you, know, you to understand that you're going to be a good person from here on out. You were bad at first, but now you, you're turning good, so you need to continue doing what you're doing. You know. Because I talked to a guy the other day in Florida. He's a preacher. And uh, I used some explicit with it uh, in the past. And when <laughs> we talked last week, he said, you know, you I did not talk to you for 15 minutes. You ain't cussed yet. I said, I got a lot of stuff on my mind. And cuss is not the one thing that I think is going to help me get to where I need to get to. You know, I've prayed to God for a lot of different stuff. You know, losing cousins, losing uncles, uh, losing friends and everything. I didn't realize until January that I lost two friends on the same day last year, August the 16th, in different parts of Texas. And that just blowed me out the water. Mm-hmm. It really truly did. And I had to, again, you, know, you have to humble yourself when this you stuff is happened to you because These are people like, just like Andre and Cindy, I'm used to talking to y'all. But the message I left on your answering machine meant to be playful, but the thing is, when I don't hear from you, I get worried. And I was expecting this one particular person to be at a funeral, but he wasn't there. I didn't go, but I had somebody that was looking for him. So when I didn't see him, I called his house. Got a different phone number, that sort of thing. So I called that number. His wife called me back the next day and told me he had died of COVID. And I'm like, what the word? I had just talked to the man two or three weeks prior to that while I was in rehab. And that just gave me a bang, you
2: know. Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. as the way Ms. Barretta put it, as a person, I feel every one of us sitting in this room going to gonna go to God or sell out to God in our own way. Okay, that's my wife, I love her dearly, yeah. but I can't tell her how to sell herself out to God. That's something between her and God. It's just like me. I, I mean, I know where I stay. There's some things, and I'll be honest, there's some things my wife don't know that God. when God tells me, you want to sell out to me, be truthful with her. And people are like, oh, some I'm not hiding nothing. But it's things that I don't discuss with her because I don't want to hurt her. Because it hurts me feeling that I have to tell her this because the things I have told her and they hurt me. It hurt her. So when I tell if some of my daughter, said it's things that we're going through that only me and God knows. And if I feel like if I told someone, God, what is it going to take for me to be sold out to you? Come clean. And if he tell me, tell your daughter tell her guess what it's not gonna break your relationship it's gonna make it stronger it's we' relationship and yeah. and God says, see to get what Paul did, if y'all don't know, he came clean, he gave it all up riches family, everything. Are you willing to do that am i willing I ask myself, am I willing to do that? See, we talk about Paul and all these people. Yeah, they sold out. Don't mean we're going to be persecuted. Maybe but if we, and me as a man sell out completely, I know my life is going to be a lot better than what it is because I'm not there. It's The first thing you got to do is be truthful. Everybody can tell, wow, I know that person ain't changed. I don't. When are you going to look in the mirror and say, I need to change?
6: Well, as far as selling out, God knew we was. That's why He sent His Son to intercede, and He paid the cost for our sellouts, because He knew we can keep the laws and the commandments. He knew we couldn't, so that's why He gave us an out and said, "I give you my only begotten Son." Made it a lot easier for us because He knows that we all yeah, we will right. sin every day. It's it's, it's it. Anybody, yep. anybody that say that's a sellout for sinning is saying you're Jesus. There's no such thing as selling out with Jesus because we are his kids and he knows us. So that's why he sent Jesus to intercede on us to protect us from selling out because he knows we have no other choice. Sin is a part of us. And it's nobody in this room and it's nobody in this world that will not sin. I don't care how holy you are, how, how righteous you think you are, how many deeds you do on this earth. God expects you to be imperfected because you're his child. And that's why he made a perfect son that whoever shall believe in him shall have everlasting life. And you can always be forgiven. He's an example. So it's no such thing as selling out against God because what you're saying is I'll never fault. I'll never sin. And there's nobody on this earth that can say they would never sin again in this life.
1: But sin is a choice. Yes. No, sin is not a choice. Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Sin is Mm-mm. I ha- I have the choice faced with circumstances. I have the choice of going down the path of sin or going the path of righteousness. But no
6: man sin I mean no man, Miss Loretta, and no woman, you do have a choice. But it's natural that you will sin. If you saying that because I have a choice, I
1: would never sin. That's a lie. I didn't say that. No. Because what you're saying is everybody will sin. They will. They don't have to. They do. They don't have to.
2: They do. No, no, no. No,
1: no they don't they have do.
2: to. They do. No, no, Nisha. Nisha. What you're saying is it, God. Well, God is out of his own word.
1: Okay,
6: Daddy, if if nobody ever sin, that means you have the same grace as Jesus.
2: No. No about I'm saying, okay, if see you're a human, Jesus. daddy, if you're human,
6: every human will fall short because that's the word. God says to make a choice. She said it's a choice. You know,
2: it's it, it 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 a I choice. To, uh, cut you off like that,
5: everybody gonna fall short. Yeah, God said that. Is. And I tell my wife just mm-hmm. like I tell anybody else. If mm-hmm. I see a good looking woman, my eyes are gonna gonna wonder. It ain't the fact mm-hmm. that I'm lusting for the woman, but mm-hmm. the thing is that. I'm sitting there looking and it's being
6: appealing to them. Anybody that, is, uh, that says you know? that they will never sin again in this life because it's a choice. They're lying.
1: Then why did Jesus tell the woman caught in adultery go and sin no more? Is it because she can't? No, he told her, he commanded her go and sin no, no more. more. Okay. So he gives us the strength and the ability that's what the job of the holy spirit is. but so what is the forgiveness for? God, for when we do, when sin, we do exactly. sin. exactly. but we it's a choice we don't have to sin. you don't have you to. Sin. we
4: have yep. but you
1: will. we have sin. but you will. and you might. you will. it's an argument i'm not going to give up. <laughs> i i I'll agree to disagree.
2: <laughs> but you will <laughs> sin. okay. okay. I'm going to give you the you best example. Give you, give you a and a good
5: example. the best example. can't make nobody do what they want to do. But the, the, my wife told me world. one day that I was keeping up from going to church. I looked at her and thought, I said, "How am I keeping from going to church? We got four cars sitting in the driveway. All of them got gas. You got to keep their every last one them. So don't tell God that because God knows better. He definitely does.
2: You know <laughs> you it, will. it all started back in Adam and Eve That's Adam and Eve The first sin The first murder God gave God us A choice, a choice. A choice. If yeah. you, It's in his word Not Andre saying it Not Loretta saying it not this, It's in his word He gave us a choice If I want to kill you Knowing it's a sin it's my choice to kill. If I want to steal from you, I want to go take from her. That's my choice. Hold up. Look, I'm not saying that enough. I can't sit here and tell you I'm going to live my life perfect because that's why Jesus came. If we can live our life perfect, why did he come? It's in God's word. It's not Andre saying it. I'm going to find it. And when you read it, she neither, both of y'all got good points. Both of y'all. But the point is, we do have a choice when it comes to sinning. We have a choice because if I know it's wrong to steal and I choose to steal, that's wrong. But if I choose to say, you know, I'm going to leave that there because I know it's wrong. If I choose to say, you're my wife, but I want to go mess with her, that's my choice.
6: That's a choice, Daddy. But God knows, like when she just said, I'm going to use her example, go and sin no more. But when he said go and sin no more, that was his forgiveness. That don't mean, wait, that don't mean she can't go back but she and didn't. not do it again. But what I'm telling you is, Daddy, when you quote the Bible and when people go to Bible thumping on certain things that were said, you have to follow all of the laws.
2: No,
1: you don't.
6: Yes, you do. That's why Christ came. That's why Christ came. Okay, so what y'all saying is contradictive. No, because you Christ just came it. to
1: fulfill the law. Therefore, okay. we are In under grace, not under the law. Okay, so
6: this is what I'm saying. It's your choice, again, to go and kill somebody. It's mm-hmm. your choice to go lie. I agree with what you're saying. I'm saying that we're weighing it based on the world foundation. Like he just said, I have a wife, but I lust for other women.
2: That's his choice.
6: But what I'm telling you is that's human. That's human. It's human. It's up to him whether he act on it. I'm human,
2: but I'm not going to let my wife respect. But
6: but the thing is, you a lie. You will tell a lie.
2: Who
4: don't? You just said what I'm saying. You gave everybody
2: a chance and gave everybody
6: a brain to think about it.
4: He just said what I was proving. I just want Uh, to say one thing. There's only one way to the Father, and that's through Jesus. And it's for yeah.
6: whoever shall, it ain't about whether you sin or not. He said, Whoever shall believe in him shall have everlasting life. He didn't say, If you never sin
1: no more, because he expects that. But God says, No sin will enter the kingdom of no heaven. No sin will enter okay, the kingdom so of So that means none of us to will reach, enter. You have to that's be. You why have we repent. have to,
6: that's
2: why we will repent. What me. I'm
6: saying is, if anybody's sitting here and tell me they don't tell a white lie, they don't lie. That they're they're lying. Fondest, that they're, you're lying. They're lying. So if that's the case, none of us will enter in the kingdom of but, heaven. Okay.
2: Thank you, Lord.
1: We're going to go ahead you know? and go yes. to our next song, which is going to be Sunday Sermons by Ann Wilson.
7: Seven years old, third row pew, John 3:16. Something changed in me. Red letters coming off the page, flooded my heart with amazing grace. I knew then I believed, and those roots run deep. Oh, I've been through some faith-shaking hard times, yeah, but nothing's gonna make me fall. Can't take the church out of me Gonna have my worries Well, that's part of life But then I think of those stories About what my God can do He's still moving like he did back then Born again, people, can not get an amen? We've all seen the proof He makes all things new Even all those faiths Taking hard times, yeah I never Church
1: out of me try and take me out of that church, but you can't take the out of me. Try on a cigarette. all right, welcome back yes, That man. was Ann oh. Wilson with Sunday sermons and that's such a uh, wonderful song.
5: ladies and gentlemen, I hate to bother you <laughs> uh, I need you all to play for my ex wife um her boss off and you just find him dead in the park today.
2: What? Yeah, H- I why?
5: just got a phone call just in. They said what? Her boss found find up find a, a barfriend dead in the park today. Okay. His wife. Uh so let me let me call 'cause she, she already have dementia and stuff, so let me call and check on her right fast. And, okay. Uh, right. I will one of y'all give me a call back when the program I over with. Okay. okay. And I'll give
1: that to you. All right. Love you guys. Have a good evening. Love you too. Tell Roger, say, that hello. say
2: hello to Christy. I
7: will.
1: I okay. will.
2: Thank you for and thank calling. And thanks for calling in. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, and welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, and you that song, Well, You Can't Take Your Church Out of Me. And uh, and it's true. And I want to say something to those that are listening. And this is a good example we used to say before we started the show. We're not gonna agree on everything. And if it seemed like we was arguing, no. We was we just we have a right to our own opinion and want you to know some of y'all agree with her, some agree with him, but we you know, at the end of the day, it's an agreement that we know because it's one thing I love about when my grandmother and I miss her so dearly. When she told you something, go get my Bible. Go get my Bible. My mama does it right now. If I sit there, and mama what? His words don't change. <laughs> Our perception and what we think about what his word says. None of us gonna agree. Then we can agree. You understand? Just like when Jesus came, he simplified the. The laws and the Ten Commandments and everything. He broke it all down to simplify. Love thy father and what? Love thy mother and. It was simple. But it's still people in the day of the world. Live by the law. You got some Jews. You got. Live by the law. And guess how many laws are? Over 700. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Over 700. Over 700. Now, when Jesus came, Again, his words don't change. We change. We I'll be, I'll be, us. I'll be the biggest lie in the world. I can sit and tell my kids, and even God be, he probably laughing at. Me. Well, I might have sinned, but I ain't gonna sin no more. That's a lie. Yeah,
6: you, you ever heard the statement where people say, "I thank God that you're not like men," because men, men, flesh, human. God, Jesus came to this earth to intercede for us. And if to give did. us a way out. And when you go to one verse of the Bible, your your husband is not supposed to cut his hair. No man is supposed to cut his hair. You're not supposed to eat pork. Do we eat bacon?
1: Nope.
6: So no, no she don't. Well no, no, what I'm saying is I don't care what she do she's not perfect. No, no. But and if we live wait, because okay. that's what makes it seem like we're arguing, because when one of us talking, one of us butt in, so it makes it seem like we're arguing. What I'm saying is is that I don't care how much you don't sin. You're still imperfect. And we all fall short of the glory of God because that's his word. And no matter how we cultivate it and how we cultivate it to be more holier than others, we all fall short, and that's where his grace and mercy comes in. And we strive to be perfect. And if what he said is sin and don't go no more, what's the purpose of grace and mercy? That's because he knows we're human. So the thing about it is is that you can cultivate your life to be holier or more spiritual than other people, but in God's eyes for all his children. If she tell one little white lie and I go commit 10 murders, in God's eyes it's all the same. In y'all eyes it's different. So anytime you, you, you tell a little white lie and you say, well, I'm not robbing anybody, I'm not murdering anybody. I'm not molesting anybody. Then you don't. You're not as spiritual as you think you are, mm-hmm. because what you do is you go within yourself mm-hmm. and you say, "God, forgive me." But you don't go and say, "I, I don't. I don't do this. I don't." That's ju- That's being judgment. What,
2: and that's why people run. That's why people flee. What did she do when Jesus told her, "No sin, no more"? You that's don't think the, she ever did it, no? More? No, no. She she she's followed him. She, she followed was there. Him. She was there when they. Crucified him. But
6: do you think she never seen no more in her life?
2: Nisha, I wasn't there.
6: Exactly. So we can't speak but, of that.
2: But Jesus is not going to make up a lie. Exactly. Tell, so Jesus, he said, if he said you said, you ask me. Go ahead. You ask me, you ask me. You ask me. Jesus said she became a. Uh, see, when you talk about 12 disciples, it was women that followed him. Mary Magdalena. The, they followed him until the, even when he resurrected. She lived what Jesus told her, she became a follower. Paul, I mean Peter, once said he loved Jesus with all his heart, denied him three times when they crucified him. But Jesus forgave him.
3: Before he did
2: Jesus him. told Judas before he, <coughs> before he went and betrayed him, he told him, he knew. And he told he Peter told, that too, you going to deny me. But, but, but when he did it, he did it with love and let them know, I love you. And I forgive you. And each one of them, each one of them disciples, they didn't live no, uh, I can't say they lived a perfect life because they all died horrible deaths. Now, Mary Magdalene married Jesus' mother. I mean, we can sit here and try to put in our minds, like I can say, Nisha, Nisha, Nisha got saved. Nisha, Nisha done went or over uh, Loretta and I got saved. Her and Roger, man, they went, I don't know what, what Loretta did the next day. See, I can't sit here and, and say, well, she's saved, but did she stay saved? I don't have the answer for that. What you and mean? I'll be He's lying. In your heart, you always have to there. Oh, but I like she said, I'll be lying if I sit here and say, no, nah, she ain't seen no more. Mm-hmm. I'd be lying if I say she did send some more. That's
6: a lie to even. Say no, that. no, no,
2: both ways. Because you know what? I'm not walking the walk with her. Now, these that walked the walk with Jesus, to the day he died, to the day he resurrected, they was there. And if you read about Mary Magdalene, you go, you could read on her past with Jesus after, after she changed her life. You're gonna read about Ruth. All these people. They change. Look at Paul. After they changed their life for Jesus, not one of them had a perfect life.
6: Nobody will. No, not Care who no, you no. are. Nobody will. You will. You will strive to be like Jesus. You will strive to get better. You will strive to sin less. But God said, "I give you grace and mercy, for you all will fall short of me." Without our trials, you're human. Without,
2: Everybody will. without trials and tribulations, none of us will serve Him.
1: Okay, and this discussion has not. Touched at all on what were you talking about? What is to sell out your idea of being totally sold out to God?
6: I didn't know the topic, but Not that was but that was
1: that was the question that I asked. Was what is your definition of being sold out to God?
6: I told you, it's no such thing, in my opinion, because Jesus interceded for us.
1: So you can't live your life.
2: Sold out to God.
1: No. Serving God
2: only. That's you then.
6: No, what I'm saying is, there's no such thing as selling out to God. That's my opinion.
4: Well, I just It made me think of something in the Old Testament, and that's the reason J- Jesus came, so... You know, so we didn't have to sacrifice lambs and things like that. Jesus came to save us because we used to have to sacrifice lambs. And one of them was to the, do not disrespect your parents and children. It didn't matter if the child was 50 years old or 10 years old. If he disrespected his parents, they were stoned to death. And uh, parents used to beg the priests and things and try to do sacrifices for them. But the law has changed so much, and Jesus came when, we, when, he tore, when the, the curtain tore down and you could go through it because Jesus came, and his blood was for our salvation.
2: Thank you, Lord. You, so you're saying a person can't go after God's heart? Go after his heart? No, can't love God with all their heart.
6: Daddy, you said can you no, sell no, after God. I don't understand what that's the question. Okay,
2: swell out, sell out, or give all your... David, Paul, Daniel... Paul himself saw, they had to sell themselves out to walk God's walk with God. Okay, so they had to give I, up I'm, otherwise.
6: I, maybe I'm misunderstanding the question. Give up. Okay. You're saying, when I say, when I hear sell sellout, let me explain what I'm saying. When you're saying sellout, that means what on this earth that you want that'll make you turn against God. That's what I'm hearing. And I'm saying that if you're a true believer. Let's flip it. Okay, so you're saying, what did they have you to give, give, give up?
2: up? Okay, right. so when
6: you're saying selling out to God, you I'm thinking up. you mean
2: the other way. Oh, no, no. Because if I say... Thank you, Lord. Thank so you, baby. Let me
6: rephrase what I'm you saying. Think Thank you. You're saying, what is the cost that you had to pay
2: to, sell to, out to serve God? God. Yes. yes. Don't say sell out. But that's that's the The, the, college, the, the, that's the term everybody, everybody so used. That's I, what term okay, they use. So
6: I was thinking the wrong thing. So when I said that... What I'm saying is when you when you turn and you go when you have to totally go for God you have to kill yourself. You have to kill everything about you pretty the much. You're the dollar, you right. Right. And then that's when you struggle as a as a human, you struggle to
2: stay in that form. To
6: stay in that form, you pray and you fast and you do what you need to do so when she the when it. the flesh comes she against you Yes, when the flesh come against you, because as soon as you sell, as soon as you say, "I don't want this world," it's nothing in this world that I want but to serve Christ. Mm-hmm. Everything comes against you, so that's when you have to line it up.
2: Break it down, baby. And you
6: have to fight. <laughs> it's and that's when you fight more than ever. That's when 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 lusts come against you. That's when finances get hard. That's when. So when I'm saying sell out. Health. You understand I'm here, now? Because if I say, what would it cost for you to sell out to Miss Loretta? Sell
2: out. I understand what she's coming from. So I'm
6: saying yep. it's nothing in this world oh, that'll make me go against her. You can't buy me against her. It's just, you can't put me against her. So when you saying, what are you doing to sell out against God? I hear sell out mean. Go against.
2: Oh, okay. And that's what I was thinking. In our neighborhood, sell out. It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Sell out is a.
4: You giving it I up. I got,
2: this is my wife, right? But I'm going to come talk about her to you. That's selling out. To get what, what I, I want I mean. from you and leave her left out. That's, that's no, that's the way to, in the black neighborhood. Hey, man, you're a sell out. You're a sell out. Well, and, and I understand where you got that termination. So when you keep yeah. saying,
6: what are you doing to sell out sure against She want to know, God. why would you have to do that with why God? Why would you I sell, sell out against God? Thank you. For thank God. you.
1: Well, and for me, to sell out is what yep. am I going to get rid of? That's what, and we were that's, just I, under two different.
2: Yeah. 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 No, but I, like, thank you mm-hmm. for admitting. Because now I didn't say you was wrong. But the wrong terminology right. again. Right, you
6: keep sell
4: out, I'm like, I know one I sell thing: is the first commandment, love God <laughs> with all their, your heart, with all your That's mind, with all your soul, and then everything else will fall in place. You still well, have to. and
1: give. Jesus and Jesus says there's only two commandments. That's right. Boil all the law and all the commandments down into to two. Love God. Love one others. other's.
2: And love their neighbor.
6: And gifts with That's it. others. Yeah, others, others okay. Because mm-hmm. people can't do that. And in order to love others, you have to love who? Yourself. God. God and then who? Yourself. Because I am in the men,
4: in the image of
1: God. Mm.
4: And that's why See how we brought them, this back around? And, and yeah, another I verse <laughs> the wrong terminology. In the Bible, if you say you hate your brother and you can see him, how can you say you love God? Whom you've and you seen? only know him by faith and heart. And that's in the Bible But Jesus
2: also said If you see Your brother You see me uh-huh. And if you say You
4: hate your brother Then you hate if me If
2: you take care Of your brother Or you, you taking care Of me You do this it, uh,
4: Am I saying it wrong? The goats and the <laughs> sheep <laughs> tell, me, tell us about The goats and the sheep you know, I I love love it. It. If he if said Magdalena
2: one more time <laughs> I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't do me like that. He Did I say Magdalena?
6: That's her name, man. Mary Magdalene.
2: Magdalene. Daddy said Magdalene. We're in the hood now. <laughs> hood terminology. <laughs> but you know what? Thank you, Lord. And, I mean, I, I feel a lot of joy because some people might have took But it takes a woman and a man to admit I received it wrong. Because when I, I I when I broke it down to what you're giving up, oh, I didn't know. I thought it was the other way around. Because that's the way we presented it
6: Yeah when you keep saying what do you sell out I'm like you can't sell out against God Because <laughs> what on mm-hmm. earth do you want mm-hmm. <laughs> You get what I'm saying What, is, what would I want on but this you earth But
1: you were also putting the word against What are you selling that, And with. that's what we came off right. Yeah, And so it's we like talking about two what are you things. selling Or how are you selling out to God
2: And that's what you yeah. mm-hmm. Thank you so, Lord
1: It was just a miscommunication, Mis- and miscommunication. In that time and Could it, I it have
6: happens a none of y'all
1: and it happens well, I got and my money back. I, I have to I have to admit it makes the show a little more lively <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey man you gotta bring out the bill <laughs> You can
6: make the show a little
1: lively they
6: probably say
2: oh it's getting juicy But you know what we need this
1: We do and, and because people need to hear
2: we we ain't perfect
1: that we're real want to the way you
4: did the woman say
2: nothing and we just said last week, Mom, we don't rehearse this. Yeah, we know, this is not a rehearsal. Mm-mm. This we is what y'all hear here mm-hmm. is live and, and it's on my heart. We hearts. do
4: not ever mean to offend nobody. Nobody, nobody. No, 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 no.
2: And like no, she no. said, it's somebody yeah. else might have took it like the when way you keep took
6: saying it. sell out, where I'm from, it's like so not,
2: that's what I say. Who, why good. are
6: you going against God? Mm-hmm.
2: And that's the way it means, even in church. Do you think people Mr. sell out Verge- to the devil? They sell out. Do I'm you serious. think
6: that it's anything somebody can do to make me turn against you?
1: Hmm. Probably not. No, it's not.
6: <laughs> now, Roger.
2: She speaks highly of you. <laughs>
6: he going to watch this. I love you, Pastor <laughs>
2: But you know what? Like I said, difficult. this is a good subject, and I like how everybody start listening to each other. Instead of saying, well, that's my opinion. Okay, let me hear what you think. Oh, no, okay. I was wrong. I was wrong. Oh, now, it's not the wrong. I understand now.
6: Well, before we disagree, we, we will agree to disagree. I would never argue with any of y'all because we have a love and a true respect and loyalty. Thank you. So I would never argue with I mean, that's, it's not going to get that serious because it's a respect. I mm-hmm. respect you too much to argue and with people.
1: And
2: i you. Because,
1: for listening to me, yeah, you, uh-huh. you, just thought, you did. But I, I also say. you saw how I segued into let's take a break. Yeah, back it off a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have to.
1: And
6: but you say to regroup- make for good radio. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and and regroup a little bit. Mm-hmm. So because our dress rehearsals are the performances you hear and <laughs> see. What y'all see it live? We do rehearse. No. Th- no.
2: Thank you, baby. We don't. We
1: don't
4: pray. I so, want you, because I don't have any glasses. Oh, yes, yeah, you got to do it.
2: on the airport,
6: on the airport uh. tonight. Hey, everybody. We're having you. God's family reunion. I want y'all to listen in. We'll repeat this several times. It'll be August 13, 2022, at 10 a.m. The admission is $10 per person. Children under 10 are free. The event location is at the Bradley Center at Tatlock Park.
1: Oh, it is. No, go ahead. No, you're right.
2: You go
6: ahead. Okay, it'll be at the Bradley Center, Tadlock Park, and the address is 2601 Timberline Drive, Fort Worth, Texas 76119, and the motto is United We Stand in Jesus Only. We would like for all y'all to come out, bring everybody out, it's going to be something you definitely do not want to miss, we all will be live in effect Looking good, feeling good, and it's having historical. a family reunion for God. So I want everybody to come out, and let's enjoy that day, August 13th, 2022, at 10 a.m.
4: And we're having lots of special guests there catering. And one of them is Grace's yes.
1: Sweet Treats. Sweet Grace's Treats. Grace's Sweet Treats. Grace's sweet treats. And,
4: and the, the entertainment Ashway's is Restaurant. off the chain. Yes. yes. The
2: entertainment is off the chain. And when I say off the chain, I mean it, like I said, because we're going to have love Sync there when uh with rapping comedy comedy singing mm-hmm. and my niece my precious niece is going to be there Ken, doing the praise dancing and if you got you got time we got uh 3 6 weeks you got something you want to be a part of this just want to just give us a call at 682 319 4846
6: again 682 319
2: 4846 please and, call us and please Come be a part of this because, like I said, it's the first time. It's going to be historical, and it's going we're going to plan on carrying it off from that day forward. And guess what? You can say I was the first. Daddy, you said it was
6: hysterical.
2: I mean, historical. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, it's something to remember. Okay? Okay. And uh, back to the show.
6: <laughs> <laughs> she, said, she did like this real slow. She said. <laughs>
1: I wasn't sure whether I had heard it correctly whether you had said hysterical or historical. Well,
2: well, okay, we're going to have a <laughs> hysterical
4: historical <laughs> event. Look at us trying to say both.
1: <laughs> <vote. laughs> a historically hysterical day. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have
2: plenty of dancing and most of all it's a friendly reunion. So that means going to be plenty of food. Yes. Plenty of food and when I say friendly reunion, this is not to come and get in your clicks. It's not to come and get over your corner. It's the fellowship. It's the fellowship. Go see somebody you ain't seen or you ain't seen in years. Because guess what? They're gonna be there.
1: And as I like to say, this is the opportunity to meet old friends and make new friends because you know God's family reunion. If you're a child of God, you're you're part of God's family. You're gonna be there. And so, as we come together, there are people we're going to know, and there are people we're not going to know, and those that we're not going to know, let's make new friends out of them. And
2: I'm letting you know now, I am going to be that person. Why y'all over in this corner? Come here. Go meet them. No. no it's, we're going to fellowship. Hey, look, we're going to fellowship. Mm-hmm. And we're, gonna, we're not there to everybody get in their cliques. I said it last week, and I'm going to keep saying it. If it's not there. Well, that church over there, we don't fellowship with them. Stay home.
4: That's the energy we don't
6: want. That no, energy. stay
2: home.
4: We want to love.
2: Well, them if, if she going, I'm not going. Stay home.
4: No, don't stay home. You want, don't know what
2: you mean. No, God no what have something for you. We're not there to argue. We had a good time, and uh, Grace, I, I seen something that y'all ain't gonna see. In you. She's gonna have a very special cake. You better come because it's gonna be one of a kind. It's gonna be delicious. And you're going to
6: win it, it at and the door
4: prize. We have lots of special prizes. And I heard somebody is making a quilt.
2: A quilt. I think by hand. Praise head head
4: over every square, every
2: stitch. Oh, yeah. And Miss Fields is sick. She called. I talked mm-hmm. to her. But she's, uh, to you, Miss Fields, we're all praying for you to get well. And she is watching the show. So you're ready. say hi to Miss Fields. Hi, Miss Fields. Hi,
6: Miss Fields. Hi, Ms. Phil. And
2: hope you get the feeling better. Uh, it's going to be all kinds of surprises. We don't know all the door I can't wait to door see the prizes. But I have seen a few things. And tell me, let me tell you, they won't let me play.
4: They won't let me play either. <laughs> I want that quilt so bad. Niches. I quilted every square is prayed over. <laughs> you know it's not going to be nothing. But i just wrap up in it and just say thank you, Jesus, because I have the You got special. kids? Bring them so they Bring can play for
6: you. Bring all the kids. Everybody is welcome. Mm-hmm. If you're not, From zero to 99, that's the age groups. If you're 100, you shouldn't be there.
1: <laughs> I think. No, they need to be there. <laughs> okay. 100 have, and under. I have patients that are 105 years old. Well, if you're office. between,
6: as long as you was born in B.C., you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime in B.C. <laughs>
2: but, yo, I just want to say that uh, this has been a good night. Every night, every night, every week, these last weeks, God has had his way sometimes even Miss Loretta say, I don't know what God gonna put on our heart. Every song, everything we talk about, it all comes together. Come together. And that's when you let God do his thing. Because I said this is not a rehearsal. Mm. My daughter calls, What are y'all talking about tonight? She, we don't know. <coughs> I can ask that. What we're we gonna talk about Monday. Wait till we get there.
4: I mean she has something <coughs> her heart, she and tell us to stay There's some, yeah. You.
2: And you have some on your heart and that's Listeners, you got something you want to talk about? Even if you want to feel like you want to correct us on some things, call in. We we're, we're not perfect, okay. and we don't have all the answers. Because, like I said last week, this is not a show. This is not something that we do for entertainment. We do from our heart to reach those. Because some people might not have been in church in a while. Someone heard to say God love me,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but they got to hear it on this show.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We got and a chance to tell her We love you.
4: If you want to call in, that number is 214-431-5032. 5032.
2: Please call in. Oh, and Miss Loretta has a Facebook Live. You can reach her on Facebook Live.
1: If you're on Facebook Live, you know how to get a hold of Thank Yeah, I don't know how to
3: finish that but.
1: <laughs> We're going to go ahead and go to another song and this one is Till I Found You by Phil Wickham
2: I saw
7: to the earth, for something I could satisfy A peace for the heart I had buried deep inside Knees on the floor, I finally found everything I needed You lifted my soul and opened up my eyes Chasing after one.
1: Welcome back. This is Glory Rising Radio. Yes. And I know we don't have a whole lot of time left. We've only got about 20 minutes left. Our topic tonight has been, I'm going to have to change the way I say this for clarification purposes. Thank you. Are you all in for God?
2: Are you willing to give up the worldly things for God?
0: Yeah.
1: Is that a better way of saying it? Are you all in for God? Yes. And I'd answer
6: to that again is yes, I'm all in. So and
1: that's and that's a question that really you can only answer for yourself. True. You can you can see other people and they may look like they're all in for God. But like we said, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. And like
2: she said, we don't know what they did. We know what they did at that point. They gave their life up. Well, how did they live their life?
6: But that's when it's That's not mm-hmm. on us.
2: But it does make you say, like she said, did she sin? Well, I mean, she might got okay. I, uh, I'm. Thank you, Lord. She got forgiven for that prostitution.
6: Hmm. Before
2: she was a drunk. Before she was a, a woman that likes to gossip. See, it's all the same. See what I'm saying? Hmm. But who are we to say? Because at the, when she did that and to the end to Jesus resurrection, she was a follower and I like some you said two weeks ago, even your husband even my mom and Cindy, there's women in the Bible did just as much as men mm-hmm. no uh, and I didn't realize it until I started reading it there's some magnificent women in the Bible that did worked in the fields, Jerry preached. O'Bell.
1: Jezebel was not a good woman. No,
2: no. no. Well, but she, But but what I'm saying is, when Miss Loretta said, "Look up about the women in the," about three weeks ago, she it said, was "Look for up for Mother's women. Day." Yeah, look up. The, I want y'all to look at the women in the Bible. I didn't know it was that many did marvelous things. She it th- prophesied hey, prophesied to get
4: Jesus here. It took a woman to get Jesus here. It takes women to get you guys here.
2: No, what I'm saying, Cindy, yeah. what I'm saying, they did miraculous things. Prophesy, preach, judge, judge. It was a woman judge in there. They, they followed Jesus too. It was women, not just the disciples, yeah, the, but with women followed. Her. So, yeah, you, you did ask me about the women of the Bible when I talked to you. You said I heard Ms. Rudy, Daddy, and I didn't know, it and she said it. She said I didn't know that many. What's that mean, women? And to... even Rogers said, didn't yeah, go back and look." It's some women. I mean, all in Revelation. They talk about women parts. Like remember, I said a woman can't preach. That was a lie. That was the biggest lie a man can ever tell. A woman that supposed to be a preacher. God, uh, yeah, the Bible says certain things, but if a man, uh, if a man won't step up, well, who God got on?
1: That's that's where I was getting ready to go. Who he called
2: on is a woman.
1: If the men aren't going to step up and do what God has called them to do. And God has to have that job done. Guess what, ladies? It's up to us to pick how, up their slack. How many
2: times I went to church with more women in church than men? Yeah. A lot, a lot of times. times. Hmm? And mm-hmm. the first time that woman get up and want to give the word of God, she get crucified. I'm one of the ones, man, you ain't supposed to be preaching, but she getting people to come to church. Mm-hmm. Getting people to turn their life over to God. God said he'll use a what? A rock mm-hmm. to praise him. You know, I mean, oh, well, it just amazed me when my mom said, boy, you really need to read your Bible. I went through the pages and pages of women. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to read Ruth? It's pages. You want to read uh, uh,
1: Esther?
2: Esther? It's pages. You want to read by Jesus? Mary to Jesus.
1: Elizabeth?
2: Yeah, I mean, just women in there. And... and
4: Jezebel, she's in there.
2: You keep saying Jezebel again.
4: She <laughs> had evil people in there too, and she used to kill men. she she marry them and, have, and kill them. behead had them. I'm
2: kind of scared now. That sounds Jezebel, like my now. cousin. <laughs> now, she keeps bringing up Jezebel. <laughs> she said, and just leaving for it, it's Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all remember I was with y'all tonight. <laughs> but it just, I thank God for tonight because... My daughter do she say, she, she do." I can't wait to talk to Miss Loretta because there's some things I want to ask her. Mm-hmm. Then I not once? So I said, "What would you want to ask her?" It's mm-hmm. something that she wanted. To mm-hmm. But it it touches a father or a mother's heart to see a child wants to know Jesus. She said, "Dad, I got so many things, but I want to talk to Miss Loretta." Mm-hmm. She didn't say Roger, Cindy, no, no sense. She said because I have a rapport with you. She said, "Because mm-hmm. she I said you rapport, Daddy."
6: Not <laughs> You said she said she had a rapport with you. Uh, <coughs> oh, she no, she yo. said I had. A, I said I had a rapport with asking you stuff when I don't understand. Miss
4: Loretta knows the Bible a lot better. I have mm-hmm. to really look it up and study it, but I know things I grew up knowing, little things. <laughs> 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 He's talking with his head. He
2: No, yo, I'm pray for me. Y'all know what I'm saying, okay? So, don't be like them. Say, "Oh, I know what he's saying."
1: <laughs> well, if you noticed, I didn't say anything about Mary Magdalena.
6: Maybe one of I, I
1: It's like I knew who you were talking Thank about. You, I let it go, but after it was brought out,
2: that's Not like my okay. Daughter. Said,
6: Mary Magdalena.
2: Did I say that clear? <laughs> but I was serious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's okay. We knew who you were talking about. I
2: knew who you were so talking about. Did you? Mm-hmm. But no. But me and her talk. She said, Dad, I really need to talk to Miss Loretta." I, uh, again, that uh, maybe she did. She said, <laughs> "See, call me." No, she did. She won't tell me what it is, and I don't press. No, he so, don't. She said, "Daddy, I need to really need to talk to her." Get a better understanding even Roger Lake. She don't even call me. Why, she, <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah, she say? He say, "What is it?" I say, "She ain't gonna tell you, either." I'll tell
6: you. <laughs> I'll tell you.
2: But again, y'all, we're good close to closing time, and uh, tonight we're gonna start with BAM. <laughs>
6: First, I like thank everybody for listening. It feels good to be back. Yes. Um, between school and trying to balance a lot of personal things. Um, I miss being here. And I and this is my fellowship to talk about God. I mean, I use God every day. But this is my fellowship to share God with y'all, y'all share God with us. Amen. And for me to sit around my family and my loved ones and share and feed off each other and give ideas on how God has been good to us all. So, that being said, I hope everybody have a good night. A blessed night. Um, tune back in next Monday same, as, as, and pray for us that we are traveling grace to and fro throughout the week that we're able to meet here in fellowship again and everybody have a beautiful evening
2: bam
4: well, I want to thank y'all for listening to us but I want to lift prayers up um, for Ukraine and for the 19 children that were killed oh, young yeah. children and it just brings a tear to my heart that the families lost their children and I pray for the families because it's scary your children can't even go to school anymore we need to pray for our world Jeff. pray for this world but also i wanted to say don't forget about our event coming up august the 13th if you want to be a part of it or your church wants to be a part of it call us at 682 319-4846 and thank you guys and have a good night
2: me well i wanted to get into the show because god put some on my heart i would like to share a prayer y'all just give me two minutes I want to say a prayer um, This is on my heart I have it. Lord I come to you now as a vessel Lord for those people in Ukraine the people that lost their children that could have been my child God and it was my child because it hurts my heart to see they will not be able to complete but you knew what what was going to happen and those kids are in your bosom right now Lord I ask you to touch each one of those families that had lost one and let them know they're not lost they're with you and if, and you're there for them and Lord and I pray for my friend Slater's friend just lost her boss tonight and I pray for everyone out there that's having problems, sickness, lean on God lean on God and if you can just say Lord thank you I need you I love you I praise your name and the highest praise you can give is hallelujah Thank you, Lord. And I say this, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. All right. This has been, as I said, an interesting evening. Big time. (laughs) A lively evening. (laughs) Didn't y'all
6: miss me? Yes. We
1: definitely missed you. Stay back with the boom. (laughs) (laughs) But... Now that I realize where some of the misunderstanding came from, yeah, we have straightened it out. It's like we did get it straightened out, yes. And in the future, I will be asking for help with my terminology of things because oh, we are dealing us. with different cultures. <laughs> yes, not thank only you. not only here on the radio between the four of us here, but people listening, but everybody listening, and so
2: she's
1: right. I need to. I I need to be more sensitive to terminology because I may understand something one way not thinking that you might <clears> have <throat> learned it something different mm-hmm. or uh somebody in Ukraine may understand it a different way so You're right. you know it it's one of those things I'm going to work on that to tr- to be a I little more considerate about terminology of of what I'm saying but in light of that I know for myself I've got areas I need to work on as far as giving everything to God mm. um, because I know I do fall short. My my shortcomings may not necessarily be sin. My shortcomings may just be a lazy attitude. I like that. It, it may just be being a sloth.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to say that.
1: A sloth is uh, a is is an no, animal. A, I can't wait. I
2: know a yeah. slow animal. Yeah, he yeah. moves
1: very very slowly. Me. And <coughs> you know, to the point they move so slowly that they have moss grow on them.
4: Or snail.
2: No, they move so slow. Turtle. For them to get from this table down <laughs> there, we can go home. And come back.
1: No, <laughs> serious. What is it called? A sloth. A sloth look like a, a sloth, monkey. A sloth. Is
4: sloth. It like, what's it look like
1: <laughs> a, it looks a like sloth <laughs> well you can look it up after I, the show that when I get here.
2: <laughs> so, don't look like me
1: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, anyway so something to keep in mind this week while you're going through your own personal time your own quiet time If you don't have quiet time, find quiet time. Amen. Um, If you want to give your all to God. Meditate. Just, and I'm not saying this flippantly or like it's going to be easier. If you're wanting to give your all to God, give him your all. Amen. Don't worry about what your neighbor says. What your brother says, Mm. it doesn't matter. This is between you you and God and and between the difference between heaven and hell. Amen. Amen. So, if you're wanting to give it all to God, give it all to God.
2: It's your choice. It's what you said. You Mm. have a choice. And you was right about that.
1: (laughs) So, anyway, come back and join us next week. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Leave me a message on Facebook if you if you have something you want to share with us or want us to study. We'll do that. Uh, you can always give a call to the Glory Rising number
4: six eight
1: two three one nine four eight four six. Tell me about the page. So, um, anyway, come back and join us. Next Monday night, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., here in the beautiful Bedford, Texas. All right, Andre, same...
2: Same bat channel? Same. Same.
1: Bat time, yes. He's been dying to do that for the last several weeks. And if you're on Facebook Live, you probably see my mama look that I give him that just kind of backs him down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and did, oh, tell them about them.
1: Oh,
6: we're starting. Um, we will have a Twitter. I'll give everybody the actual page information when I put more content on there. So you look for us on all the major social media networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, mm-hmm. and Christian Mingle because I'm single. Call me if y'all need. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but next week I'll give out all of our handles to social media so y'all can look us up and keep up with us throughout the week, and just not on Monday nights.
2: And uh, Roger's not here tonight, and the reason he's doing this say you want to have a conversation with Sandy or just with me, you can reach us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It'll be anytime. just around anytime, and whatever said between you and that person, us. Uh, trust me, it won't go no further. If you go further, because you told it, mm-hmm. could nobody ever come back and say, "I heard it from Glory Rouse," right? Because again, we are a safe
6: haven for your conversation. And
2: another thing, again, what she's doing is might be something that you want to ask Miss Loretta without all of us hearing. It might be something you want to share with Nisha. Otherwise, we have, we're opening up more avenues for y'all to reach us and be a part of our show. We want to be a part of you as family. I don't call you friends. Friends are somebody you see and might not want to see them again. I want to see my family. Y'all are my family. And remember that. So. Oh, Darryl. How you doing, boss? Mm-hmm. Again, Darryl. We're glad you listened. He didn't get a chance to call in, though. Y'all say hello to Darryl. Hello,
1: Darryl.
4: Hello, Darryl. So. Hello, Darryl. <laughs> He's <been listening. laughs>
1: So, anyway, y'all have a great week. Bless night. Be blessed and be a blessing.